This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming, but New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance, run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hello, gentle listeners, and welcome to Go! My favorite sports team, Tyler here, your sports master's degree recipient, the one that knows the knowledge of the sports world, the one that listens and watches the sports games and sporting events, the one that uh, is why, here. Why are you talking like that? Mark, I don't know. Why are you talking all official like? I'm being stuttering. official. I don't know. It's weird. You never talk like that. Hi, I'm Mark. <laughs> I'm the other guy on this podcast, the guy who doesn't know sports. Hey, the door's open. Oh. Right back. Oh, yeah. Podcast. Podcast doors. Woo. Woo. Uh, what's uh how you doing today? I am quite well. I was uh moving some stuff around, um getting my weight stuff set up. I signed up for a boxing gym, which I is heard new. and you said that the uh boxing gym ref owner uh the instructor. The, not the instructor. He's the uh, general partner. manager, the oh. manager. General manager. Uh, okay. He graduated high school before us, literally the one, same high school. One year difference, yeah. right? So they were a year above. Yeah, they Who were, were they? graduated in 06. Would my brother know them? Because he was 06. I, you're asking me to remember the guy's name. I'm you, so bad you with names. You signed up for a uh, club with him. Yeah. I mean, you, you are you are better we at talked names about, than I am. We talked about the club uh-huh. less than we talked about him. Uh-huh. But you don't so, even remember the name of the club. I do, but I'm not going to say it. Mm, you're afraid throngs of fans will show up and beat you to a pulp? <laughs> yes, oh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I exactly. can see that. But anyway, so today's uh, topic is not... Uh, I'm so sorry, Mom. <laughs> It's Mar- not at Belches, <laughs> that's for sure. It's not about boxing. It is about something even better than boxing. It's about performance enhancements. Oh, I thought it was about drugs. Both. Drugs are performance enhancing. What else is por- perform- what's else performance enhancing? Surgeries. Go on. <laughs> so, like, um, uh, there are surgeries now that can increase your height. Well, I know about, like, there's uh, breast enhancement. There's uh, that thing where they freeze your fat. Um, the Oh, it's like. What's it called? Fat freezing. It's not <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's one that they freeze your fat. You know, the freeze fatter. The fat freezer. The cryo. F- yeah. Saturation lipid freezer opener. Mm, yeah, freezer opener. <laughs> sure, sure, man. Okay, um, but there's also penis pills, penis pumps, penis. Is 
the, those do exist. Balls, balls we're and talking, hoops. We're talking about performance enhancements. Oh, oh. Did you know that Chad Johnson, Chad Ochocinco, claims that he took Viagra before every football game when he played in Cincinnati? <laughs> like, actually, the, apparently that was the thing. Why? <laughs> I don't know. He wanted well, to look bigger. I mean, that wouldn't look, wouldn't that make it, what if you get hit with a boner and it snaps it right in half? Well, I could imagine that because of the way, like, Viagra works, uh-huh. it would enhance blood flow, right? But only to that specific region? I don't know. I don't know how Viagra works specifically if it's blood flow in general or if it's just to the penis pump blood things. I, I mean, it's got to be to that area, right? Why are we wondering? I Stay don't know. Stay on topic, Tyler. I, all right. Why are you going off track? That's my job. Well, that's what those guys, those knuckle-dragging Neanderthals over at Distractable do. We here at Go My Favorite Sports Team are a classy organization for classy listeners. Where we're focused on the important topics at hand. Exactly. Well, before we get into this, I did want to talk about a few things that are going on in the sports world today. Your urgent sports news update. Well, the Indy 500 just happened. Okay. Um, it was a Swedish person that just won the Indy 500 you for know, the first time in a while. You know, you couldn't have said a, a, like a monumental event in a more boring <laughs> way. <laughs> the Indy 500! Yeah, you just, the Indy 500 just happened. It's like, all right, man. you did That wouldn't even fit a well, pamphlet of information. Well, the Indy 500 is, one of, is a pinnacle open wheel United States motor racing event. All right, that sounds cooler. And it happens in Indianapolis. That's why it's called the Indy 500. Uh-huh. And Marcus Erickson wins for the first time. He had originally transferred from Formula One to the United States to become a superstar in racing. What's Formula One? Formula One is the world's premier motorsport league. What's a motorsport? You see how you're like the Wikipedia page of like <laughs> rabbit holes right a now? Motorsport got- is a sport involving a motorized vehicle of some kind. Ah, this, like a lawnmower. It could be. that They probably are lawnmower races. I, I know bet. there are tractor poles. Uh-uh. But don't, don't exist. Anyway, back to the breaking news. Click, also, click, click, click. <laughs> Uh, the Golden State Warriors have advanced to the NBA Finals, which is the team that I picked to win yeah, it all. Yeah, that's my team, baby! And today, right now, that's not your team. That's not who you That's my team. Well, the Celtics and Heat are playing in Game 7 to decide who faces off against Golden State uh, tonight. Those are my teams. You did pick the Celtics, that's for sure. Yeah! Um, the NHL hockey, the Avs and Oilers are facing off. Oilers, you did pick. Avs, uh, I did, did pick. Uh-huh. And the Tampa Bay Lightning has advanced to the Eastern side finals. Are those the well. Liars? No, that's no. Tennessee Titans. No, Titans? that it was the Timberwolves. Oh, right. That's why they were Liars. Or no, the Grizzlies. It was the Memphis Grizzlies. They're the Liars. Both. That would have been that Liar was both ways. Is that the end of the Nurgen News Bulletin? I'm sorry. The last bit was oh. something we talked about in sports and ethical, uh, the good in sports. That, that part. There's no good in sports. Why am, Don't you know that brain? sports was just thought up by sports. Rome like no. to give people bread at the circus or whatever? No, no. no. I don't know. No. You're not really looking no. at the leftover no. stadiums no. and the devastation. That Don't worry, they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Quit bringing up my Twitter arguments. <laughs> Um, no, but uh, there's a protest happening because of the school shooting that happened in Texas. Of course, yes. Uh, the general manager of the San Francisco Giants has been staying in the clubhouse during the national anthem to protest with relation to needing to fix the issues in the United States, uh-huh. mainly being the issue of gun violence. Yeah. 
And that's a huge thing and it's a huge topic today because the biggest thing about it is because it relates to the Colin Kaepernick incident because he's being championed because Colin Kaepernick got vilified, right? Yes. And so a lot of people are comparing the two. And the biggest reason they're comparing the two is because the argument is to be had that Colin Kaepernick paved the way to the point to where people show more respect to these people that stand up and speak out for wrongdoings. I agree. So, I agree 100%. Yeah. And that's the biggest news of them all. And I wanted to save that for last. So end of news bulletin. This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary. Whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You know all those subscription websites, they just hide those charges from you, they're hidden and repetitive and you forget about them. Oh, I know exactly which websites you're talking about. The ones that you like to go to. You do? I've literally spent so long digging through my finances. Rocket Money can help cancel your subscriptions. You're saying Rocket Money is a personal finance app that helps and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow grow your savings? Absolutely, yes. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses? Uh-huh, yeah. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for me? Up to 20%? Maybe. But for our listeners, definitely yes. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sportsteam. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-A-M. That's rocketmoney.com slash sports team mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at Whole Foods Market. All right, so drugs. <laughs> right, yes, I'm listening. <laughs> we all are listening. All the listeners are listening. All right, so to give some perspective, what competitive integrity means, because I talk about this Wait a lot. Wait a minute. Say that word again. Competitive integrity. And what were we talking about? Drugs. Drugs, specifically performance-enhancing drugs. Correct. Not cocaine. Which is arguably a performance-enhancing drug. How? It gives you, like, it's... I don't know exactly how cocaine <laughs> works. It does It does enhance blood flow. Um, it can hype penis? you up. To the penis, always. Um, Everything to the penis. But, like, marijuana can also be considered a performance-enhancing drug. A performance? I'm so jittery all of a sudden. P-E-D. How much coke did you take before this podcast? Zero, unless Coca-Cola counts, but then that's also zero. Uh, Moving on. I sprinkled Coke in my diet, <laughs> Dr. Bill. 
So when it comes to performance enhancing drugs, one of the biggest things that people talk about why they should be omitted and why it's a big deal is competitive integrity. Of course. Okay, and so now I, see. I want to define competitive integrity because I've spoken about it before earlier in different episodes of the podcast that have you I have. Why does that word sound so new to me? I don't know. People think that I like act like an idiot most of the time. I legitimately don't know if you're bullshitting me that you said the words performance integrity before. Not performance integrity, competitive integrity. Uh, see, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about, man. Performance integrity, competitive. I don't know. Okay, so I don't remember you ever saying those words before, but uh, go on. Yes. So competitive integrity is uh, means that we are want aspiring pros, which is youth amateur and professional athletes to have a fair shot at reaching the highest level of play mm -hmm. through merit-based competitions. Right. So the idea is that they want people to advance uh -huh. and decide a victor based on a person's skill, mm -hmm. natural athletic ability, okay. talent, and teamwork. Okay. Rather than external factors. Hmm. And the basis of this argument is external factors would be things like surgeries, performance enhancing drugs, gambling, all the different other things. Gambling? That, yeah. So gambling can doing, affect it. They're doing lines of coke at the blackjack table? Well, how does gambling performance enhance? It's not necessarily performance enhancing. Do you Have you ever heard of the Black Sox? It was the Chicago White Sox that were I've betting on baseball. Brown pants. <laughs> the brown, sto brown stockings. The brown stockings. <laughs> that's what it was. So the Black yeah, Sox were in the World Series against the Cincinnati Reds. Sure. And there was a, a likely bookie. story, man. Cincinnati Reds in the World Series. <laughs> Whatever, man. Back in the day, they were really good. Big Red the Machine. The day? What day? Never. Early years when we were born. 1990s. 91. Might as well be forever ago, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> those ancient on. days back then, man. This is the best describer I can give you for how gambling can impact sports. Describer, descriptor, description. Th yes, descriptor. Analogy, <laughs> example. That's the word I was looking for. Was example. Okay. Sorry, I just I'm picking apart your words. Today. I'm struggling today. Why. It's fair. <laughs> we didn't warm up at all. We didn't warm up at all. No. The Chicago Black Sox <laughs> played the Cincinnati Reds in the World Series. They were considered the premier team at that time. Okay. One of the famous players on that team was Shoeless Joe Jackson. <laughs> what? He ran out That's of his shoes. That's such a good nickname. He ran out of his shoes. He was so fast he would run out of his shoes. That's why he Tie him better. That's not an excuse for speed. Unless you're so fast you explode out of your shoes and like the tops just rip off as your feet are pulling straight out of them. You're not that fast. You just got loose shoes or slippery socks. Why don't they call him Sweaty Sweet Joe Johnson? What was his name? Shoeless Joe Jackson. Slippin' sloppy. Which what? Jackson. Joe Jackson. Could have sworn you said Jew Jackson. Joe, <laughs> Joe, J-O-E, Am I Joe. crazy? Will play that big. Did I hear that right? <laughs> Joe Jackson. Maybe it's because I was like slipping slew and I was like, no, it can't keep rhyming. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. They were playing against the Cincinnati Reds and- The what? <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's not just I'm my ears. Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> no, I, I am enunciating. I will please play back Cincinnati. <laughs> they were playing against Cincinnati Reds. All right. So apparently a number of players on the Chicago White Sox, which is their actual name. Wait, I were, thought it was the Black Sox. They're known as the Black Sox because of the gambling fiasco. Oh, okay. In that 
they were working with a bookie to throw the games. So they were purposely oh, losing. Right. That's how to performance it. You performance dehance. Correct. It's not the right it's word, not but it's close enough. The yeah, concept. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's there's an argument to be had that like you know it it's has a correlation to competitive integrity, which was the sure. topic we were talking about at sure, the time. Sure, sure. So the key thing about that is making sure that it's through hard work, skill acquisition, intelligence, all of that for, to win the competitions. Right. That's per, not performance integrity. Competitive integrity. Competitive integrity. Competitive integrity. <laughs> yeah. So that's a huge deal because if you lose the integrity of the sport, right, mm -hmm. all yeah. of a sudden it's like how we talked about in the nil um, conversation. If one team has so much more money, they can buy the best players. Yeah, yeah. There's not competitive integrity. Right. So to summarize this for all the me's out there that are listening, basically competitive integrity is the concept that a kid growing up has, no matter the circumstances of their upbringing, has just as much of a chance if they work just as hard as another kid or player or whoever in different circumstances. Everyone level playing field. Yeah. The competition should be a level playing field. Those L's are getting me. <laughs> and we talked about this also when it came. My mind just went blank completely. When we came. <laughs> when, when did we came? <laughs> Is that what I said? I think so. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you have a few puffs before you <laughs> no, I was working. I was working in the garage in the very hot crawl space in the top. Sure. Uh, the fumes. Yeah, yeah. I get you. The dust. Uh, the spiders. I probably got bit by a few of them, you know. Yeah. But we talked about this at the very beginning, the very beginning of this podcast, with a sporting chance. Okay, yes. For a team to have a sporting chance, competitive integrity has to be intact. Right. Okay, it all ties back to the very beginning. If you guys weren't listening from the very beginning and you don't know what we're talking about, you've got some homework to do and you need to go watch from the beginning and back to here. Repeat everything to discipline yourselves for failing to do so in the first place. And take notes. Write everything down. This is... It, no, that's boring. <laughs> Re-record it in your own voice, playing both <laughs> characters. That's what I want to see on the oh subreddit next. Someone playing me and Tyler reciting an entire episode of Go. So, <laughs> that'll be interesting. Mm -hmm. How many performance-enhancing drugs do you think are out there, Mark? Oh, my God. You got cocaine, heroin. You said marijuana. Yep. Gambling. Uh, <laughs> you said, you said... <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't call that a drug, though. Steroids, mega steroids, different steroids, big ball steroids, small ball steroids. Uh, none that change the size of your ween, but there's one that changes the size of your nipples. There's one you inject in the ear. There's one you inject in between your toes. You've got Adderall. That is considered Amphetamines, methamphetamines, meth. Methylphenidate, uh, alcohol, alcohol. Would alcohol performance your hands? Arguably, yeah. Viagra. I don't know if that's listed. No, that is actually legitimately a performance-enhancing drug, just a different type of performance. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Uh, I'm done. All right. Well, there's massive lists on the NCAA website okay. of what is considered unallowed. In that are simple things such as caffeine. What? Caffeine is, in fact, a performance-enhancing drug. But it's banned? It is banned after a certain amount. 
So if you have an absorbent amount uh-huh. of caffeine, you then would test positive for being on a performance-enhancing substance. Like one Mountain Dew or one coffee isn't going to do it, uh-huh. but if you pound like 50 coffees, yeah, you're... You're, you're going to have a heart attack on the middle of the field anyway, but... Yes. Yeah, weird. Uh, cocaine is, in fact, listed as a performance-enhancing I would believe drug. that, yeah. Um, you've already talked about amph- amphetamine. Adderall is listed on here. Oh, oh, yeah. But there's a few other drugs that you didn't think of, like erythroproetin. Oh, how could I not think of erythroproetin? Well, it's even. Oh, <laughs> what was my erythroproetin for not thinking of erythmoproetin? <laughs> what is that? It is uh, a blood doping substance. It stimulates your red bone marrow to create more red blood cells. Okay. So it would increase the amount of red blood cells in your blood, therefore increasing your hemoglobin Uh and the ability to carry oxygen into your muscles. It's primarily used by endurance athletes. Yeah, isn't that, but couldn't you just do the high altitude training and get that anyway? Why would you need to pump a drug for it? So the interesting thing to talk about high altitude training, training at high altitude is actually shown to be negative. If you live at high altitude, Uh the the natural altitude acclimation is where you get the positive results. Theoretically, the best way to train is actually to live at high altitude uh-huh. and train at low altitude because you're not able to train as hard because your body is not ah, getting the same amount of oxygen I see. when you're training at altitude. Now I get you. Live in mountain, walk down mountain, carry Madame Zeroni up the mountain. Who's Madame Zeroni? Oh, my God. Everyone listening, shame Tyler on the subreddit. Don't tell him what it is, but just shame him. Don't look it up. Don't Google it. Nope. Too late. You could no. Don't do it. Have you found it? Yeah. And what is it? A movie character. (laughs) It's from Holes. The movie Holes. That's not what it's listed as on here. I mean, maybe. Madame Zeroni was the woman who cursed Alaya Yelnate and his family line. It is from Holes. (laughs) I'm dumb. Everybody shame him in the, in the It's subreddit. been so long since I read that book or watched that movie. Yeah, it's okay. I only watched it recently, like two weeks ago. But there's a slew of performance-enhancing drugs. Sure, yeah. The most well-known is obviously anabolic steroids. Okay. Which is a artificial form of testosterone enhancement Okay. to where you are able to build muscle at a rapid rate. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, side effects are roid rage, um, small testicles. Uh-huh. Um, acne, acne, uh, um, increase in estrogen production in the body as well to counteract that. Yeah, man boobs, mm-hmm. and obviously heart attacks. Yeah, major health issues, brittle bones, brittle bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so all of those things are negative um, for taking that drug. But not only does it affect competitive integrity. If one person started using this and it was considered legal, right? Uh-huh. Everyone would have to use it to get to the same place, thereby putting more people in danger. Health-wise, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes complete sense. And so, like, from a logical and reasoning standpoint, that is why a lot of this stuff is banned. Mm-hmm. However, there's a number of different people that have outcried um, recently, especially when it came to marijuana. Uh-huh. Okay. An Olympic athlete, a runner, a sprinter, which marijuana would not be considered a performance-enhancing drug in that particular sport. Uh-huh. It's considered a performance-enhancing drug in certain sports that where you need calming. So if you're like shooting a bow and arrow and you want to have like a uh-huh. more relaxed feel, yeah. Yeah. then it can be considered performance-enhancing. But um, one of the famous U.S. sprinters wasn't able to go to the Tokyo Games because of a positive testing marijuana. So he was banned? She was banned, yeah. She, she was, was banned? not allowed to go. What? 
Yeah. For weed? For weed. And that's not a new thing because that even happens in the NFL and other places like that where you would think marijuana would not have a positive impact. Uh, yeah. So there's a certain level where drugs as a whole are looked down upon, but at the same time, there needs to be more education, in my opinion, about what's performance enhancing, right? Yeah, exactly. It can't just be something that's on a banned substance list. Of course, being, you know, marijuana and being on those lists is completely ridiculous. And in California, it's pretty much completely legal for people of age and with an ID. It's just so weird. Why is alcohol not, like, on a banned list? It is. And it is? Yep, the NCAA has alcohol and other beta blockers on the banned list. Beta blockers? Is alcohol a beta blocker? I don't even know Alcohol what is, well, it's not a beta blocker. It says and beta blockers. Ah, okay. But it's just like, with the, with the Olympics, it's like, come on. I get that international policies in different countries have different rules, but I'm pretty sure everybody in the world knows we probably don't do that. We probably ain't going to make you run faster. There's no way that it could make you run faster. Oh. <sighs> That's so stupid. Yeah. All those dreams crushed. Why? Maybe they weren't even smoking. Maybe they were just at a party where there was like a bunch of people smoking weed. I Because I bet those tests can pick up that minute trace of it. Right? It's, uh, I don't know whether it was, I'm pretty sure it's just a piss test. So, I mean, and from what I've read, because uh, I've never experienced this before, is that it can stay in your system for like before it flows out of your system for an extended period of time, especially in your hair. Yeah, yeah. But well, that's I'm sad now. What did you just tell me the story to make me sad? I'm sad. No, I just wanted to point out that there's there's a complex situation with the performance enhancing drugs and what is considered a performance enhancing drugs. Uh -huh. Because the other problem with this is in, in the banned substance are diuretics, things that would help you disguise that you are taking performance ah, enhancing right. drugs because okay. it's all pee tests. Diuretics are things that make you pee more for everyone who doesn't know that at home. Correct. And so for me, I was taking three different banned substances when I was participating in NCAA athletics. Interesting. But I was allowed to uh -huh. because of being anemic. I was on epigen. Okay. Um, which is erythropoietin. Right. Um, because I was anemic. This was All of this was right before I ha uh, went into chronic kidney failure, for the record. Okay. I was on a diuretic because it was helping me with my kidney function called am... No, not amlodipine. That's a different drug. Um, Analopril. Okay. Uh, was considered a, a, a diuretic. It's the one that caused me to cramp up real bad in the, the uh, regionals. Ah, uh, gotcha. Um, for water polo the one year. So, like, there's certain levels where they will allow you to have drugs as long as there's obvious evidence and doctor's orders. But in the NFL and everywhere else, sometimes that's not enough. Wow. So the other thing that comes into factor of this is drug testing, right? Mm -hmm. And the privacy laws surrounding that. Okay. So I want your opinion of this because I'm of the belief that when you are given millions of dollars to participate as a professional athlete uh -huh. and for the safety of an entire uh, community, and I'm, I'm an outlier in this, I personally, I get blood drawn all the time. I don't find a blood test to be able to be a professional athlete that invasive. I mean, no, I personally would not think it to be invasive, like your blood is a standard indicator of what's going on inside your body. Uh, it would be a direct indicator of what chemicals are going on. There's no way people are going to take that blood and clone you or something like that. Like, what harm could really come from a blood test unless you just really hate needles? Yeah, and so it's one of those things that, to me, I think of being a professional athlete a distinct privilege. Uh-huh. 
as yeah. opposed to something that's a right. Obviously, they have a union with the collective bargaining agreement. A players' association argues, uh-huh. but I, I personally think I, you know, I've been drug tested randomly numerous times, and it's always been peeing in a cup. And peeing in a cup is what it is. But a blood test would show more, and honestly, in my opinion, protect the safety of everybody within that field. So they should much be better. getting regular blood tests anyway. Yeah, just to check on their health. Yeah, exactly. The, but, their health is their entire job. So if they're not keeping up with their health and they're not doing their job right they should be going to a doctor regularly correct but the the question is of whether somebody else can look at what's going on in their blood and determine whether or not they can be a professional athlete anymore i mean isn't that part of the deal couldn't that just be in the contract for what they do they sign the contract that's my belief Uh uh-huh that's my belief but again that's a big thing the union fights against they don't want them to have to get drug tests in the sense of uh it has to be random it has to be just a piss test Uh uh-huh um, I mean, if there was an efficacy difference between blood tests and piss tests and you had a greater suspicion of someone for actually taking an illegally banned substance, then I would be more in favor. But also, if, if the standard for a certain test and a, and a certain drug can only be detected with a blood test, then yeah, you got to do the blood test. Because which, if it doesn't show up in piss, you got to look at the blood. Which there are drugs and uh, artificial, well, not artificial forms of... Uh, testosterone, uh-huh. but harvested testosterone that can go completely undetected. Uh, horse, horse testosterone blasted right in the blood veins. Well, human growth hormone comes as from anabolic uh, It's present in pregnant women's urine, which is why the pregnancy tests work. This is your random Markiplier fact Yay! of the day. But yeah, that's human growth hormone. I don't know what it does. I think it grows humans. That Pretty sure sounds... that's how the baby gets grown. <laughs> baby, if you that's what it is. You know, they're just, the mothers are just injecting human growth hormone into their they're their babies. into their own. Censor <laughs> oh me, will cancel me, will cancel me, cancel, cancel me. All right, so these are the things that are banned, right? Right. All of these drugs, all of these things that are considered performance enhancing are banned. But Steph Curry recently got LASIK eye surgery a few seasons ago. That bastard. I knew he was up to no good. These goddamn oh, performance enhancing. What did he get? LASIK eye surgery. He made his ability to see better. Uh-huh. His vision was not great, and he was still performing exceptionally and made it in the NBA. Okay. But he recently got LASIK eye surgery to correct his vision. The thing is... I don't know if he did this. This is just knowledge about LASIK eye surgery nowadays. You can get eye surgery now that makes your vision better than the average. Cool. You can go above 20-20 vision. Cool. Sign me up. But the interesting thing, on that front, it is not considered performance-hancing in the same way that drugs are. Uh The Olympic Committee talks about drugs being its own separate genre, and the reason they give for this Uh is because of the detrimental factors that a lot of the drugs that they have banned have to the health of the athlete. Okay. But that's why surgeries generally are not frowned upon. They're not. Because they're not something that has side effects that would be detrimental unless something goes wrong during the procedure. Yeah. And also just like we're not we're not really to the part in human surgeries where we can enhance a human that much. Uh, but I imagine you're about to tell me all the ways that we can enhance a human, which, <laughs> yes. which I am very interested so, have you ever heard of Tommy John surgery? Okay, hold on. Surgery enhancement number one. Tommy John surgery? Tommy John surgery. Tommy John. Primarily found in baseball. Okay, what is Tommy John Tommy surgery? John surgery. 
formerly known as ulnar collateral ligament reconstruction. Wow. Is reconstruction of the ligaments and tendons in the elbow. Okay. All right. Handy. Now, we today has been shown that people after Tommy John surgery. We today has? My brain is all over the place right now. (laughs) Today, we can see plainly Uh that people coming back from Tommy John surgery can throw a baseball significantly harder and faster. They have the ability to tighten somebody's elbow. Aroldis Chapman is a great example of this. He had a uh, surgery done when he was in Cuba, which is where he's from. Uh And he went from his throwing being in around the 80s to low 90s to throwing 100 plus miles per hour on every fastball pitch. Wow. I'm imagining that's good. Yes. Okay, that's good. So they just go in with a screwdriver and they tighten her up? They tighten the coils and the, not, the not spring exactly. bow? They're reconstructing all of the ligaments in your elbow to where they can make it so that your... Um, Arm. It's called an arm. No, I'm trying to think the tension, the tension in the elbow. Ah, okay. To be heightened to the point to where you have more springiness to it. It'll like, it'll like, it's more correct. It's pulley harder on the bow, on the weenus. Yes. Uh, And so when you extend your arm, it's already pulling you. Okay, interesting. What are they rebuilding it out of? I think it's generally just made out of other parts of the body. So, like, have you you know ACL surgeries? Uh, I know of them. I don't know how they're done. There are two ways that they're done. One mm. is cadaver donor. Okay. The second one is they can come sometimes go down and take a piece of the patellar tendon mm-hmm. and put that in as the ACL. Um, most of the time, a cadaver donor they take the Achilles. Okay. Not a, not their ACL. They would take a different tendon. Correct. Because the reason they take a tendon is because tendons have more healing properties than ligaments do. Most ligaments don't get the blood flow. The difference between a tendon and a ligament is simply how and what they're attached to. Uh A tendon attaches bone to muscle. A ligament attaches bone to bone. Uh And so it's a lot easier to harvest tendons than it is to try and harvest ligaments. And if you cut a ligament, it doesn't exactly fit in the spot where you're trying to replace. Yeah. Whereas the tendon is longer and they have a lot more wiggle room that for that. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Okay. So this is a Tommy John surgery. Yep. That you can get to make your fastballs faster. Okay. And this is not banned? This is not banned. This okay. is something that undergoes a lot of pitchers a lot of time. Okay. It undergoes a lot yeah, of I wasn't gonna. A lot of pictures undergo a uh-huh. lot of the time. Maybe you should just get up, take a walk. Maybe just like stand a stretch. Get up, come on, get power up. Power through, power no, no, through. No, no, no. You need us a good stretch. Just stretch it out. Yeah, there you go. Wait, no, don't get naked. What are you doing, man? Dude, put your pants back on. You, you told me to stretch. No, not that. I, I I'm oh, getting God. in the shower. Oh. You stretch better in the oh. hot water. All right, Tyler, what's surgery number two? Surgery number two is a height-enhancing surgery. A height-enhancing surgery. Correct. A height like South Park. Like getting taller, yes. <laughs> how, uh, how, uh, pray tell, how, how, uh, well, this surgery... <laughs> this surgery was originally designed... Surgery? <laughs> you okay, man? 
I've been on a calorie deficit, and I think it's messing with my uh, brain. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, this surgery. The surgery was originally designed to correct mismatch length in legs. Okay. So yeah. to help people with back issues, because if your legs are not sure, sure. My close my enough. grandpa on my mom's side actually had one leg shorter than the other. Oh. From a botched surgery when he was a kid. <laughs> Well, my mom had that issue because she broke her leg in college, mm. and it never it healed bowed. So ah, that leg ended up being shorter than the other. Gotcha. Um, she had a crazy external fixator and all that stuff to straighten out the bone. It was oh. nuts. Well, apparently, uh-huh. this has become a new rage in just the dating world. Uh-huh. Um, but you can have leg lengthening surgery uh-huh. to get taller. And that's a huge deal for sports like the NBA. Sure, yeah. Because where height is practically king. I cannot imagine a way that this surgery is done without breaking your legs. I don't think it is. I think they use metal rods for it. That I'm guessing they drill into your legs. Yeah. Wouldn't your muscle... Would it stretch... How long does this take? If it is stretching, it must take months if not a year right it it takes a long time to recover Mm -hmm. why don't they just crack the bones in half take some of the pieces of bone shred them out a little bit and then let it all heal with like some cement or something because you can't really put cement in your body i don't know man i'm not a surgeon okay so you said this is all the rage in the dating scene though Yes. So this is a, a, this is not as applicable to NBA because I imagine it would probably make your legs a little weaker too. So all that jumping, you might actually be more susceptible. But the dating world, why is this big in the dating world? Because apparently height is a big deal for men uh-huh. in being sought after. The short kings of the world. Correct. Yes. They're getting scooped up left and right. <laughs> but also, like, there are some people out there that just would prefer to be taller for utility purposes, being able to reach the top shelf. No, or... it's not. <laughs> no, that's literally an no, explanation. No, no, that's gave. not. That's a bad explanation. It's probably just because they're insecure about their height. More than likely, yeah. Yeah, which, you know, is uh, if there is a surgery that can go out there and do that for people, uh, more power to them, I guess. But I imagine there's a lot of drawbacks to this. There is nothing that exists like this without some kind of complication down the road, correct? I would imagine so, but it's, like, readily available now. Readily available now. So there's actually, I just, for the sake of... Checking to see how easy it is. For the sake it. of looking it up, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just just to see what's up with that. Just to see what's going on. Let, let me see. What What is this? Uh, what, leg? Uh, L-E-G lengthening? Limb lengthening. Limb. You can surgery. do your arms, too. I imagine probably. <laughs> just my, even me out, Doc. Now I can make my arms seven feet wide. <laughs> um, uh, according to this, I found this um, literally just limb plastics. Uh, yeah, that was. It's in an ad. I never trust the ad, but also, God, would you look disproportioned if your legs were suddenly like way longer? I know some people have like longer legs, but I, I mean, considering the fact that this says you can get taller by up to six inches. Oh, they totally break your bone here. Yeah, they they literally cut your bone. Oh my God! Insert a rod in there and then heal the bone back. Oh. Which is also crazy because you're sticking a rod through the center of a massive part of your femur. Yes. Which houses a ton of important bone marrow. Yes. And you're sticking a rod through said bone marrow. Yes. And having the leg heal. Yes. It's a long 
healing process. Yeah, I had a rod in my arm after I broke my arm from uh, falling off the monkey bars. So imagine viewers, listeners, wrists to elbow, like go a, a couple inches in on the wrist, a couple inches in on the elbow from one bone to the other diagonally. That's this rod. What was super weird about that, it was, it was for stability's sake because both bones were broken so it needed to heal properly so I could turn it. But they pulled it out right after the cast. So they like take the cast off and then I, the doctor literally just grabs a wrench, a pair of pliers and grabs the metal rod and just pulls it right out what while I'm looking. What did feel like? Nothing. Really? That was the weirdest thing. It's because um, outside of your skin, you don't really have nerves. And I imagine yeah. the nerves where the entrance were were pretty much dead. But I th- I would have thought that in the bone because like breaking the bone hurt so bad. But when he pulled it out, all I felt was just like, you know, some tug of my arm being pulled by something. But the thing sliding out didn't feel like nothing. Wow. It was weird. That's really bizarre. Yeah. I know a catheter does not feel good coming No, out. catheter don't that. feel That's good. awful. So I, I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's very different. Very different. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to look up. Uh, everyone has a different experience with pain during limb lengthening treatment. Yeah. Because it, it apparently the procedure overview is consultation, uh-huh. the surgery, uh-huh. physical therapy, height realization. <laughs> height realization. Because <laughs> I don't know if they actually can tell you, oh, you're going to actually be six inches taller or you'll uh, just be one inch taller. Yeah. Are they going to do both your femur and your uh, shins? Because if you just do femur, you'll have really long femurs and it'll look kind of weird. Yeah. Like, how is that going to affect like your skin? Are you going to get like stretch marks in your skin too? I'm sure because I have stretch marks just because I grew too fast. Yeah. So I'm sure. And that was like a growth spurt over like puberty. I have stretch marks of my quads because of how enormous they became from water polo. I was uh, I didn't realize you were joking at first because I actually have stretch marks on my quads. No, I actually have stretch yeah, marks. Yeah, yeah, no, my quads. I thought you were joking at first. <laughs> no. Like dead serious. Yeah. It's like yeah. just because I got muscle really quick when I hit puberty. That's why I went from being bullied to the bully. I didn't bully anybody. But I like I got muscle and then suddenly people were like, I don't know if I want to pick on him. Are yours in the same spot like on the inside? The inner, inner thigh. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. We literally have the same It's cause our big honking quad. Oh, we're beefy quad boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyway, um, let's see. An arm or leg may stop growing after a complex fracture or a fracture that heals incorrectly. Oh, incorrectly. <laughs> it's contagious. I'm infecting you with my you word are, slurs. You really are. Okay. As the space opened up between these two ends, a new bone grows to fill the gaps. Are you sure a new bone will yes. fill the gap? Uh, the only reason I know that that does, in fact, happen is because I watched that happen with my mom when she oh. had the external fixator. Oh. They had to break her bone and then use that to straighten it. And then, funnily enough, her one leg ended up being longer than the other leg. Ah. <laughs> she could flip the script on him. Ah, uh, it happens. Okay. What happens to the skin, muscles, and nerves around the bone during lengthening? Uh, as we lengthen the bone, we are slowly stretching the soft tissues around the bone. I compare it to daily stretching. We monitor patients closely throughout the process. If a nerve is getting stretched too far or a muscle is getting too tight, we will slow down or may even stop the lengthening process. Okay. So obviously, like, the how and the why, or at least the how is there. But is this surgery banned in sports? Since it's relatively new, I have Uh not seen anybody speak on this particular procedure. 
I don't imagine that if you're an athlete, the recovery for this must be a year. It has to be. A year. Yeah. There's no way it's not. Breaking a bone alone is like a three to four months process of healing. When I broke my foot, it was um, it was about three months before yeah. that was fully. And that was a tiny little chicken bone in my foot. Uh, getting your entire femur not only broken, but stretched out. And then it's a space about however much taller you're about to get that has to regrow bone like Harry Potter. And that took like over t- two nights. Yeah, and that was magic. Seven? Yeah, it was magic. Are we talking about when he had to regrow the entire bone? I, think, yeah, I don't remember. I'm, I'm not a Harry Potter nerd. I just remember seeing his little flappy arm because it was that one dude that wipes memory that can't cast spells or junk. Yeah. What was his name? Now, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> so, All I right. mean, we talked about the three that uh, I, I'm well aware of, and those are the three that I just, you mm-hmm. know, the LASIK eye surgery, the Tommy John surgery, and then this leg lengthening uh, one. That's yeah. interesting. I wish you hadn't brought it up because I can already hear people clamoring to the suburb being like, oh, Mark, don't you wish you could get that? I'm like, no, I am perfectly happy with my height. I don't want frequently long femurs. I don't want to be in bed for however long I am. No! I'm fine with my height. The the greatest thing is I was actually going to make that joke when I introduced this surgery and ah! then I chose not to because I was like I don't want to I don't want people to go on. on that. Just do it. Do it. Come on. No. I think you're a great height. Thanks, man. I think you are perfect the way that you are. Thank you. But what I am going to do is I'm going to stretch my arms out so you, you can't <laughs> brag about having the biggest wingspan anymore. I'm going to get an eight-foot wingspan. Oh, my God. That's like six surgeries. <laughs> what they're going to do is they're going to chop it up into a whole bunch of different spots of my bones and then stretch it out like a snake. You're going to have accordion bones. Exactly. I'll have like uh, those arms from that Switch game with that one lady with a huge booty. What? Twintel. I've never even heard of this. Twintel. Anyway, carry on. I wonder if this surgery was what made them realize that Lady Dimitrescu, Dimitre, that. You're French. You know this. I'm not French. Why not? Name one reason you're not French. My family is not from France. (laughs) Yeah, right. Anyway, They're what, from, what, what the, about Lady Dometro? I wonder if, like, she had this procedure, you know, canonically. No, no, it was part of, like, the T virus or that fungus thing. Was that the explanation? Yeah, yeah. She uh, she and all of uh, that Lady Medella, whatever her name was, his kids, uh, were different, like, side effects of this viral mutation or this fungus. But then they show, like, the surgery table and that there were, like, alterations done to each one of them. No, Lady Domitrescu had done that to the other girls, but they were turned into flies. Oh. There's no leg lengthening going there. Lady Domitre just grow big. Just big natural. Drinks her big naturals. <laughs> yep, you're right, man. <laughs> you're very right. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I I, I was almost going to get LASIK. It's like how, how much I'm not really about these kind of surgeries or anything that's like anything. I'm sure it works and it's fine if anybody wants it. But the problem that I have, even with LASIK, is this concept of a solution for a problem now that down the road technology may get better at. Because if you have to get LASIK, you still have to get a cut on your cornea mm-hmm. that will never heal. That flap 
of your cornea when you get LASIK will never go away. And it's usually 99.999% of the time not a problem. But it just seems to me barbaric to do something like that when down the road there might be a better solution technologically speaking that doesn't require you to do permanent damage to an organ that will not heal. And for some reason in my mind looking at a surgery like this, I am not so desperate for a few more inches that I am willing to break my legs in half and let me actually look up what is the i'm so curious what the recovery time is uh limb lengthening recovery time uh okay after the lengthened bones are fully consolidated and with the doctor's approval six to twelve months after surgery Whew. Patients can start performance requiring physical activities such as running, jumping, or weightlifting. So you couldn't run, jump, or do anything for 6 to 12 months. Oh, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. That's a long time. Yeah. And I can't imagine that you're able to walk or do a number of things for that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is crazy to me because there's been a massive rise in that cosmetic surgery uh -huh. over the last few years. And a lot of it they attribute to what I said in the dating world. But I, it was one of those things I brought up because I could see it as being an option for somebody who's like, you know, doesn't see another way they make it in the NBA. Because sometimes, you know, they, they evaluate you and they're like, no, you're too short. No, you're too weak. No, you're too this. Oh, well, it's possible. I mean, you could just wear heels. Wouldn't that be easier? That's equivalent to wearing glasses for LASIK, right? What's the difference? What's it? You're just sticking the heel in your bone. Your genetics aren't that tall. <laughs> but, but heels are designed. They're designed Platform to boots. There you go. There we go. <laughs> I mean, literally, like, there's no difference in between. Uh, and I know some people do this. People who would do this. You know, there are shoes. Do you remember Amy bought me? Uh, oh yeah. Those like five inch, <laughs> yeah. way too high lift uh, men's lift shoes that are supposed to quote look like normal shoes. They they don't. don't. <laughs> they don't at all. Because I so remember funny. you walking in and being like. Hey, guys. And I'm like, <laughs> the hell? What do you mean? <laughs> and that's what it would look like if my legs were that long because it's just like it looks weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I, mean, again, all power to you if you want to go do this, get the surgery. But it's just like I have a funny feeling it's going to lead to some weird complications. I want to do an experiment. You want to lengthen my legs? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> those shoes. Uh-huh. I want you to wear those where nobody knows you. Like, not nobody knows you, but nobody uh -huh. who knows you and has seen you at your height. Right. Okay. And to see if anybody Which is realizes most, this it. is most people. <laughs> like I just yeah. want you to know, this is most people because this happens like every single time that I talk to someone. Like, oh, you're taller than I thought you were. And I go like, thank you. Well, that's because you made. We all joke about how <laughs> short you are. Like you made the joke of like I'm only four foot ten or something yeah. like that at different points in time. Yeah, so, yeah. but uh, I'm actually curious if they would notice that you were wearing those shoes. Oh, because like obviously I. Do. Oh my God. They, well, number one, I'm walking as if I'm walking in five inch stilettos <laughs> like that's kind of the, I mean I, I imagine if you practice I you actually don't normally. have the shoes anymore I don't know oh, where okay. they went because we had those on tour back in like 2017 or 2018 yeah it was like there and then ones. I thought I brought them back but I didn't see them anywhere so I, and I haven't seen them since and I'm not going to drop another like 150 bucks oh, yeah, just for the meme shoes. unless I could drop it for the meme I could do that I mean also 
just thinking about those shoes, imagine like trying to get used to your added height. Uh huh. Yeah. Because like the pirate you were in, uh, heist. Captain Magnum. Captain Magnum. Captain Magnum. You were walking on like tree stumps. I know. I was about seven foot six, I think, in all that costume. I was seven foot six. Seven foot six? So that added with those, with like this... what, a foot and a half? Yeah. With the stilts, with everything, it was just like, oh, my God, thank you for saying I was six feet tall. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but it's just like, it's it's just like that, that was nuts. I don't imagine three inches would make you that, it would take that much getting used to. Hmm. And and you know what, this has got to be like an expensive thing. 70,000 pounds is what I saw. 70,000 pounds. Yeah. Was that in American dollars there? What are you talking $75,000 procedure. $75,000. To go from 5'7 to 5'10. Oh, my God. I mean, actually, no, that's super weird because if you have to recover for a long time with physical therapy and stuff like that, does that cover all of that? I think Compared that's to just my impromptu stay at the hospital and them having to give me laxatives for my latest bout of bowel issues, that's cheaper than that <laughs> would have cost me if I didn't have insurance, mm -hmm. which is insanity. But okay, they didn't even cut me open, they didn't even break my bones now i'm mad <laughs> so the reason i wanted to bring this up is because we talked about a competitive integrity right okay yes we did why do you think it is that surgeries are fine in this manner like lasik and other surgeries like tommy john uh if somebody went and did height surgery sure there's other different things that help with injections and different things like that to make you more mobile but why do you think those are considered legal, whereas the drugs are considered illegal? I know I talked about it briefly as to why I think it is. Is there something that pops out in your mind? Because the semblance of competitive integrity is you're not altered, right? You're supposed to all have an equal chance. Uh -huh. I mean, I could see the LASIK as that's just seeing better. You would have contacts anyway, and you can get a contact prescription that can get you above uh, or below 2020. That's why I see that one. The the Tommy John, that one's a little odd. If it was guaranteed performance every time with no penalty, it's a little wishy-washy there. The only time it really happens, um, because it's not considered illegal, but it's considered frowned upon, uh -huh. but it's done consistently. It's mostly not done in the U.S. It's like, um, like I said, Aroldis Chapman had his done in Cuba, but it's usually only done after they already tear their Tommy John, because that's a frequent injury for pitchers in baseball. Is that what it's called, the Tommy John? Yeah. Huh. It's a Tommy John logo. That's why it's Tommy John's. <laughs> Is that the real name? That cannot be the real name. You want me to make no, sure? No, no, no. Okay. Um, the, the height thing, I don't think that, because it's like so long to recover from it that you kind of set yourself back. If it's a year to recover, you set yourself back a few years mm -hmm. in terms of competitive advantage. The only reason I could see you doing that is because you really needed it. And that's how a lot of surgeries are. You don't do surgeries just on a whim most of the time. Usually there is a need, there's a purpose for it, and if you don't have that purpose, then you're not going to voluntarily do surgery because surgery is inherently risky anyway. So I can see these not being banned for now because we're kind of in the medical valley of not really being able to improve anyone through medicine. And just because there are a few examples of it doesn't mean that that's like performance-enhancing improvements besides this Tommy John one. And Which, he, by the way, is named after the first person the procedure was done on, who was a pitcher, 19. 1974 named Tommy John. All righty then. But I'm assuming they had a name for it. They didn't like he broke he tore a ligament and they looked at it and were like, oh, oh I, I said ligament. the name earlier is what it was called. All oh, right, right. Yeah. 
Anyway, yeah, it, I, I could see it being a gray area for now, but as soon as we get into what are going to be really interesting, I think, in terms of performance enhancements, is when targeted genetic therapies start to go outside of the realm of treating diseases and treating, like, underlying genetic predispositions to certain quantities of muscle, to skeletal mass, height even, kind of like aerobic activity, you know, yeah. oxidation factors, you know, mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell like just having more of those and when you have things like mrna messenger things tied into like doing things to the body that instead of just drugs which drugs a lot of people think that drugs are just miracle chemicals that only do the specific thing that they're meant for and they only treat that one thing that's wrong Drugs are chemicals that do a whole bunch of different things in your body all at once, but they just so happen to do a lot of the thing that doctors want them to do. I was going to say they have side effects. They have side effects, exactly. The side effects are just the factor of that chemical can do a whole lot of things to the body. And um, a lot of these medications have side effects, numerous side effects, because they can affect people differently because of their genetic predisposition to certain uh, expressions of enzymes, you know, like uh, mRNA factors, white blood cells, all these different things can affect differently because the entire human body and the human experience and, and life on general and on earth is just a nightmare of unbelievably complex systems of proteins all working autonomously with chemical signals going back and forth to every system of the body. If you, we still don't know how everything works in the body. But when we get to the point where there's genetic therapies that can just be like target specifically the DNA that increases your red blood cell count. So you get more of those. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly that's like, make more! And your body's like, we're making more, baby! Then you have more red blood cells. How would anyone detect that? Yeah. How would anyone detect that? I mean, just it's usually the viscosity of the blood. Yeah, but I mean, how would they not be able to prove that that guy just has thicker blood? That's fair. Yeah, or this guy, like, has more muscle. I or mean, his muscles are stronger. Yeah. His bones are denser. His ligaments are, like, intense. When will it become like you can do a genetic therapy to make sure your ligaments are stronger and that will be required for athletes so that they get hurt less? Mm. You know what I mean? There could be safety factors. And then you get into the kind of Frankensteinian level of it. What happens when you get a league that's like, let's genetically make the biggest bulkiest super athlete possible and then you make another one and let's put them in a pit and make them fight. That's a less likely future. <laughs> yeah, just just thinking about like just overall ethics. Ethics and morality. Ethics. This is the blood bowl, baby. <laughs> This is the anarchy right. of the future. So I'm going to pose you an interesting topic that is How debated about in the world of sports time and time again. He's ignoring me. What? How interesting. I think it's very interesting. Okay. You I think, think it's very topical. I think it's very important to okay. discuss. Okay. Okay. There we go. There is an era of baseball mm -hmm. called the steroid era the where you had – there were n numerous athletes taking anabolic steroids. Oh. You had Mark McGuire. It was like the age of the home runs. Barry Bonds, oh, was, Sammy Sosa. I actually know about him and Sammy Sosa doing their home run off. Yeah. I know when that happened because for like a few months, I was like, I'm going to collect baseball cards. And then I started collecting baseball cards. I think I had a Mark McGuire and then someone else in the neighborhood, Connor Duffy okay, out of Sammy yeah. Sosa. Uh, shout out to Connor. Woo! Uh, and then we traded cards, and then I never did anything ever again. Yeah, but there's there's this whole era, because there are yeah, also yeah, yeah, pitchers yeah. like Roger Clemens and stuff like that. They are all not allowed. The ones that have been proven to have taken steroids, or mm. not necessarily proven, suspected uh. of taking steroids, are banned from the Hall of Fame, even though their accolades 
include times in which they did not take steroids. Interesting. So they're completely wiped. Correct. They are completely blacklisted from being able to make it in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. What is your opinion on whether or not they should be allowed into Baseball Hall of Fame? Because also Pete Rose, who's one of the greatest hitters of all time for the Cincinnati Reds and the league in general, uh-huh. is banned because of gambling okay. when he never threw a game or gambled against himself. Interesting. Do you think they should be allowed into the Hall of Fame? Especially considering there's already people that are in the Hall of Fame that they know of that have done steroids as well. Here's the thing. It's called the Hall of Fame, Mm -hmm. right? Even I knew who Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa was. I don't follow baseball. If the Hall of Fame doesn't include people that are culturally significant, it's disingenuous, and they're lying to themselves and the integrity of the fans and what they actually care about. Yes, Bad for the sport. Set an example. But even I know who Pete Rose is. Like, and he's not in the Hall of Fame? Nope. He's not allowed in because of gambling. You know, that's just, I I get dying on that hill and why they do that. But at the same time, it doesn't matter what they do because they're wrong. And it kind of like makes their institution look weaker if they're not even willing to admit that someone who is probably, if I know him, one of the most famous people in baseball. He's one of the greatest players of all time. One of the greatest of all times. And everyone probably knows that who follows baseball. If they are like, we're not going to put him in because of principle. And I'm like, yes, I get the principle, but also like everyone disagrees with you and you kind of are at the whim of the people aren't you everything is eventually so it's it's smarmy and i get it but also it's smarmy and i don't like it so so my opinion is i believe pete rose should absolutely be in yeah i am at an impasse with the steroid era because yeah i agree with you they're very famous i agree with you in the fact that they reach accolades the biggest issue that I have overall goes back to competitive integrity. And during that era, I mean, arguably they were all kind of doing it. Not every player was, but a lot of people were. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a question of whether you decide to accept the fact that that era existed in baseball. Right. And I think that's at the root of it is they're trying to deny that that even happened and that that would be in any way considered allowable because that was early on when they didn't realize how bad and how influential anabolic steroids had on performance. I'd be fine with it either way, to be honest, if they had the right story behind it, because that's really all it is. It's like, it's fine either way, so long as they present the information. Like, you have a section of the Hall of... I don't know if this is the building or something. Is there a building? <laughs> I, a I building? mean, there's 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 a building for the National Football Hall of Fame, so okay. yeah. So, like, you have fan. a section of this that's like the shame zone. And you, it's like black curtains to get in. There's like sad trombones playing when you're in there. But they acknowledge it. Like, this is the Hall of Fame of the steroid era. And they're like framing the story that way. Like, look, guys, we were real drunk this decade. And we didn't check nobody's piss. We thought that was weird. So we didn't throw it. And then, you know, you see all them here and just like, don't deny it. It's like, don't deny that it happened, right? Acknowledge it and accept that it happened and teach people that that shouldn't be allowed in the future and we're working to better the sport right yeah exactly it's like um it's like old disney cartoons that were clearly racist in the time oh yeah and then trying to pretend like those never happened like is almost worse because it's better to own like look this was what the time was and this is why it's not okay to have done this we're not trying to hide from the past i mean i'm not going to go out of my way to watch those cartoons and i don't know who is but at the same time it's like you can't forget that something happened trying to ignore 
ignore what happened in history is what is going to make it repeat itself. Like, not teaching the lessons of the past is what's going to make them come back to haunt you. That is such a great point, and you have convinced me that I, I completely agree. They should be, if it is, like, admitted into the Hall of Fame, as long as it is framed in the right manner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I truly believe that, like, some of those athletes, like Barry Bonds, a lot of his career didn't involve steroids. It wasn't until later in his career. And he was a premier athlete. He was uh -huh. exceptional in every way. Right. And so I think they should be in there. And you get into a point that I talk about all the time. When you make an apology, you have to acknowledge the wrong that was done when you make the apology or else mm. you are not apologizing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then take ownership of that mistake. Make amends if you can. Like It's not that hard to make an apology. Yeah. I don't know why YouTubers have so much trouble. Because they just want to save face. Some of them. True. Anyway, at anyway. the root of it. Also, uh, and uh, like sportsters apologies. Athletes, also known as athletes. Yeah, they they've been some good apologies. There have yeah, certainly been some like, bad It's always ones. like there's a lawyer there, and there's like legally you can't really apologize because I would be taking ownership and blame so, and blah blah blah. blah, blah. <laughs> this goes into my PR studying when I was in school. Is there's a level of you want to have deniability in certain things, but there's a way to do an apology that allows you yourself to accept what happened and not make it feel like you're empty. There's really an art to it. Phrasing and putting stuff in the right frame, the right picture, the right view mm. is so integral in so many facets of life to where you need to be able to accept what you did. But at the same time, you need to be able to portray the actual immensity of the situation. Mm. And I think that's exactly what needs to be done when it comes to performance enhancing drugs and all of these different things is understanding the immensity that these have on competitive integrity and making a decision that's right for the sport, right for the athletes and right for the world as a general whole. All right, I'll get the leg lengthening surgery. Okay, I'll get it, man. All right, I'll be back. I gotta go. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I was like, I guess I'm gonna be wheeling you around in a wheelchair for a bit. <laughs> nah, but I find the era of performance enhancing because the whole premise of sport, right? We talked about this is yeah. to push the human condition, the human body to its limits. That's we, the word and, and and surpass them because by doing so, we kind of like push our limits, push what we're capable of, reach the absolute limit, and then as as biological machines get better and find ways to make it better. But you know, in the future, it is going to be interesting to see how these technologies that get uh, get developed will affect people going into the future. What kind of cyborgs are we going to make? What kind of like genetic perfection are we going to achieve in terms of like number one, getting rid of certain illnesses of course genetic diseases fantastic even you you have a genetic predisposition what it's like a protein uh, thing, right yeah my kidney disease is hereditary nephritis which means hereditary mm -hmm. like problem with your nephrology which is yeah. the kidney yeah. um but diagnosis alport syndrome okay gotcha i don't think i'm actually alport syndrome because i'm a weird mutation but that's all either way sorry. you got no kidneys or you got three i have three two of which are atrophied into balls of tissue but what if like there was a genetic thing that just like t was able to take those balls of tissue and be like new kidneys it's like i don't deny that that will probably be the future in say 100 years yeah you'll be able to take it one shot one pill and then kidneys. or that they can take me and pull out some blood change my genetic sequence to where i am able to produce the protein that i'm not able to produce yeah and my body just fully recovers yep it could happen 
Like, that's the future of it. And then what also happens when, like, the whole concept of biology is overridden because our nanotech is so good or whatever. I don't know. Who knows what the future is up to? But for now, the best we can do is apparently a few inches on your legs. Oh, specifically your femurs. Uh, <laughs> maybe your shins. I don't know. Two bone for Maybe they do both of them to make it Add maximize. a few vertebrae in there while they're at Just pop a few in them. <laughs> and then um, LASIK. LASIK. And Tory Johnson's elbow. <laughs> Tommy John. Tommy John. Tommy John. Well, but. this has been enlightening. Many drugs out there. I have so many options. You have so many. Because <laughs> I'm uh, not in any athletics, so I can take whatever I want. And deal with the side effects. Yep, I sure can. I sure can. There are no miracle drugs out there, kids. Don't take them. <laughs> There's no limitless pill. It doesn't exist. Correct. Even the best ADHD medications are not that. They're basically meth. I mean, it is. I'm, I mean, yeah, you're not. I'm I not wrong. I, I'm not I wrong, man. I got nothing man. to add to that. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, so much for listening to Go! My favorite sports team has been an enlightening episode about performance enhancements, drugs, surgeries, how I specifically and only me can get taller, and how the entire internet will hound me about that for the next decade. And how there are many forms of performance enhancing that aren't just sports. Think you could do that for your penis? Oh, there's the so leg many. thing. The leg thing? That's a thing. That's there, There's actually a thing where you can, yeah. I'd need a penis reduction if you know what I'm Subscribe and like this podcast. <laughs> Go check out Mark's stuff over where Markiplier exists. Uh-huh, and Apocalypto underscore 12 opposite the table for me. Uh, we look forward to getting your ears on our mouths <laughs> next week. I'm rolling with it. Uh, so stay tuned for the hot and heavy Go episodes at you every Thursday. Uh, YouTube channel still coming on the way. And then hopefully some live broadcasts. Tune in on a future possible Sunday. We've got some of the tech in this room. You may have seen some of our little preview rant stream about how we were trying to get a live stream going. But we got most of it. Just need a few more pieces. And then we will be live so your eyes can be on our mouths as well. Everything on our mouths, apparently. No, it's gross, man. You already put ears and eyes. All right, podcast out. Bye.